Welcome to the Court to Corporate Podcast. I'm your host, Kirby Porter. On this show, we sit down with current and former athletes to discuss their personal playbooks and dive deeper into how it has translated into success and lessons outside the game and in the business world. You can find this podcast on your favorite streaming platform or at courttocorporate.com. Court to Corporate is all about amplifying the journey of athletes in corporate America and showcasing how your athletic influence can serve to build your path. Stay up to date with more content and perspectives across all of our social platforms. These will be linked in the show notes or they can be found on our website. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. First episode of 2020. Um, Today's going to be a little bit different, but first things first, hoping that everybody had a great holiday time with their family, got some downtime, detached, all that. I personally had a great time, went home to Maryland, went to Florida with my family for a little bit, and got back to New York for New Year's Eve, and gearing up for the week ahead, getting back to work. Yeah, so it is January 7th, as you're listening to this, and it is also year one anniversary of Court to Corporate. We posted our first thing on Instagram a year ago today. Um, It was kind of embarrassing, but we did it and uh, we're here now. And in case you missed it, on our social, we posted a recap about a week ago of of 2019. And want to share it here super quickly before we dive into today's episode. So in 2019, we had 40 court to corporate athlete features. So that's between the spotlights and the podcast. We had 28 podcast episodes. Within all of those athletes, we had 25 companies highlighted, 20 teams, six sports, and eight industries. So this post was, um, I mean, first of all, thank you to everyone for, you know, showing out on this post and just showing love, giving us suggestions. Um, it was just great to see the the conversation that it started, what people want to see, what type of industries people want to hear from, what sports we're missing, um, and some great suggestions for the for the year ahead. And I'm gonna share um some some of them at the end of this episode. But yeah, what we're talking about today is a little bit behind the scenes of this post. Looking back, I've I've realized that um, I've shared a little bit, you know, in the intros of of each episode about, you know, life updates and where we're at. Um, Episode one was honestly the the only episode where I just like laid it all out there. Um, But trying trying to bring that energy back, 2020 goal for myself is to be more open and share more. So gonna, you know, try to start that today. Um, but yeah, today's episode is going to be about sharing the process this year, the journey, the lessons and advice um, that I want other people to hear. Um, this is not like a how I built this episode, even though that is my my favorite podcast. Shout out to Guy Raz. This is more so to share the journey um, to, to spark something in someone that's you know, sitting on an idea um, and show people how being an athlete really, you know, prepares you for this life of both and to push your limits and in whatever your both is beyond the game. And I say that because I've gotten, I've frequently gotten a lot of, of the same questions 
since starting this last January, January, whether that's from people that, um, that are also starting their own thing, informational interviews, you know, athletes that are just graduating people, athletes in undergrad that are interested in sports, um, you know, from how did, how did you even start this to podcast? Didn't know you podcasted to, you know, what has, um, what has been the hardest part? And yeah, and I, I, I haven't really, you know, shared that that broadly um, beyond when, when people ask me and I'm happy to share. Um, so I thought that would really just be the perfect way to celebrate um, what's been a year of, of Court to Corporate. Dive into this, share things that I haven't shared before. I have the journal in front of me, guys, the journal from this time last year. It's kind of embarrassing, but it has all these big ideas, um, all these affirmations to myself, the steps I was taking. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're going to be talking about. And so the the best way to do this is thinking about the, the questions I received that um, I just mentioned. I feel like they come into like chapters and me, I just like to structure things. So we're going to go step by step. And with each one, I'm just going to I want to share how, um, you know, share, share how things really did come to life, what the steps were. And in in each segment, um, I'll share, you know, some of the key lessons that I think are super important for people to take away. Um, and at the end of this episode, I'll share some of the suggestions for, for 2020. Um, so yeah, let's, let's hop right into it. Um, without further ado, and also, one quick note, I am battling a cold, so um, please bear with me, but um, quite literally, the show must go on. So, um, this first chapter, I call it Stop Thinking and Go Do. So, one question I often get with, with Court to Corporate is, how did you start it? Like, where did this idea even come from? And this is the part that, you know, I, I dove into on episode one. Um, I believe it's called How Your Journey Informs Your Why. And in that episode, I talk about the why behind Court to Corporate and how it came together. So I won't, you know, I won't, um, I won't be repetitive of, of the content in that episode. What I do want to talk about, though, is... I've, I've often shared that it was this process of information digging and self-reflection that led me to start Court to Corporate. And I realized that I've always said this just high level, but I've never really explained what that meant. Um, and I think this is, is so important to share because as I take a look back at some of these just grandiose ideas that I had, um, this time, time last year, with each scribble in this journal, you see how it went from, you know, what's my why to these are the things I can act on right now to these are the next steps that I need to take. So starting court to corporate really began with like, I, when I, when I graduated, summer was fun and then, you know, fall came and that was the first, like, okay, I'm actually an adult, um, <laughs> you know, let me, you know, get serious. And I just started reading. 
I started reading, I started listening to podcasts. I was listening to How I Built This. Um, just mentioned that earlier. That is actually my favorite podcast. I was listening to How I Built This, like nobody's business, um, but taking notes while I listened. I always knew I had um, like an entrepreneurial itch. Um, so listening to How I Built This, um, some of my favorite episodes were the Bumble episodes, uh, Bumble episode with Whitney Wolf. Um, she talks so much about how your brand cannot be replicated because that's the one piece of a product that is authentic to you. So I love that episode. Um, I love the Glossier episode. In that one, she talks about how she started with community with Glossier. It started with the blog and then it turned into products. So, you know, listening to some of these, um, you know, entrepreneurs that have built their path, but really thinking about, um, you know, what, what are some things that are applicable to what my aspirations are, or what I think is interesting or to sports business, right? So like learning or consuming all this content with intention. Um, some of the books I was reading, I'm actually looking at them right now. So The Startup of You by Reed Hoffman, highly recommend. The Brand Within by Damon John. Um, and Athletes Are Brands 2 by um, Jeremy Darlow. Highly recommend all those books. I think there's a there's a few other ones too, but those are those are the main ones that st- stood out to me. So from all of that, this is where I want to share where it went from like information gathering to what is this what does this actually mean? Like what am I trying to figure out about myself? But more importantly, like how can I apply it? Okay, so So starting with this page titled Discipline One, it says be passionate and focus on unique strengths. So just to run down this list of like actual things that I had written down, it starts with what is my cause, my purpose, and what drives me. So under that I have my passion is to uplift through sport, empowerment through sport, educating through the intersection of culture, sports, and media, developing platforms to deliver these intersections to consumers and athletes, um, and developing platforms for those in the sports community. So under that specifically, you have players, I have athletes, player industry, teams, um, all all with the, the goal to give them different ways to um, engage with, with their passions. So I think the the first thing to note here is that, like, reading this now, it's funny, like, I can tell, like, which p which bullet points here came from the startup of you? What came from the brand within by Damon John? What about developing something for communities came from listening to um, the Glossier podcast on how I built this? Right, like I definitely see how listening to so many or you know being receptive in what I was listening to, but taking note of that like really helped refine um you like unique to me what that actually what that actually meant and um you know what what the end vision was um and then the second thing i want to point out is that like under all that though i have where can i apply my talents to add value so i think that's the other thing that i had to take note of um if you're just now listening to this or not, you know, don't know me. Um, I like obviously like have a full-time job. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a brand marketer at PepsiCo, interned there, loved it, came back, 
my first year was on the Mountain Dew team. Now I'm on the sports marketing team. Um, and so also just like being realistic about, you know, where I am in my life, my, you know, priorities in my life, like as a whole, um, and what's actually actionable in this moment. So I think that was the second step. Like, where can I apply my talents to add value? What do I know and what can I do? So under that, I have marketing, I have storytelling, I have the knowledge of sport and culture, and I have analytical skills. So that's, that's like phase one. And just to fast forward here, so now moving to court to corporate, um, now moving to this entry, it was on February 23rd. So this was after I started court to corporate. And the first bullet I have here is, this is funny, it's all those dope ideas you wrote down before this, they came to life, keep going. I really thought I was doing big things. I have launched IG, check, two interviews, check, inter, um, intro episode, check. That's funny. Um, and then under right under that, I have three stars. These are my next steps. Scale, head down, move with principles, and impact others. So that's funny to look back on now. And before, like, you know, noting the the key takeaways or, you know, what I want people to walk away with from listening to this, to get a little bit more technical, like on starting the content, like obviously I know, I know marketing, I know branding, I know building platforms, but I wasn't like a content marketer, but Canva's my best friend. It can be your best friend too. Like literally, like <laughs> I started the Instagram page. I think it was court, like the number two court corporate. It was so ugly. Um, but, you know, started that, it was, I literally only followed my immediate friends on it. Like, I was so just, like, scared to share it with the world. Um, but started making content on Canva, um, and then just announced it when I, you know, finally, you know, got some big girl pants and, and stepped outside of my comfort zone. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the Instagram page piece. Canva can help you do amazing things. That's what I'll say about building content for your platform. But I think the interesting um, thing or what I get more questions about is actually the podcast and and how I started that. Um, So the podcast was not a part of the plan. Um, This is actually a funny story. I was literally about to conduct my very first interview. The idea was gonna the, the idea was to have it all written and there would just be articles on the website and and people could submit their own, which is like the athlete spotlights now, right? But that's what I wanted to start with. And um I remember walking home from the gym. I was about to call it Chelsea Zadie. Um she was she was one of the first episodes. She's a hockey player, played at Harvard. She's now at Morgan Stanley and also a professional hockey player, casual. Um, and I was about to call her and I remember texting my friend Barty and I was like, Hey, like, yeah, like about to, you know, do my first interview, like just giving him an update. And he was like, how are you doing it? I was like, Oh, just going to call her. He was like, no, you need to do podcast. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, no one's going to read articles. Podcast is where things are going. It's like, you need to do a podcast. And... I literally spent, like, for the next 45 minutes, like, do I call her? Do I, like, do I call her? Do I cancel? Should I do a podcast? I don't even know how to podcast. What, like, what? I had just started listening to podcasts. Like, I thought it was just this far unattainable thing that, you know, me and Kirby could not start. Um, And I ended up texting her. I was like, hey, actually gonna 
try something different. Um, I think I might do a podcast. And she was like, yeah, it's cool. I'm not sure why I was nervous to text her because we're friends. Um, but yeah, so like podcast was not a part of the plan. That was a result of being blessed to honestly like have people around me that, um, that you know, bring ideas, want to help me, you know, elevate where I am. And my first step after that was literally listening to podcasts about how to podcast. I think there's there's one called Podcast Insights. I listened to that one. Highly recommend Side Hustle Pro, Michaela Matthews. She's amazing. Like look her up. Uh, she has her own podcast, and it's obviously about side hustling, but it's about you know black women in the space and how they built their platforms. And obviously, she specifically is a podcaster. And she's just so open and receptive with how she shares her information. So that was a great um, resource for me, too. Once I, you know, figured out um, steps A, B, and C, Anchor became my best friend. Anchor's super easy and seamless. Like, you literally just record what you need to record, edit it, upload it all into Anchor, and they will distribute it for you. So, you know, I'm not the the podcast expert, so I won't, you know, dive too deeply into this, but like, you know, those those are the steps that were taken. Um, so with all of that said, chapter one, stop thinking and go do. The first key takeaway I will say is just starting helped me learn what I was capable of. Example being the podcast. I did not know how to podcast. I found resources, I read up on it, and I did it. And now this is episode 30, and still learning. This is not a world-class podcast, but I that to me was honestly so just like fascinating because I think about so many other aspects of my life that I complicate. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's layers and complexity to everything, but I think that to me was was so important, um, and that's why this kind of leads to the second point. But I really do encourage people to start their own shit. <laughs> like you get a podcast, you get a podcast, or you get a content platform, whatever it is. Um, it you know don't let the thought of um, thinking that it has to be this huge thing and huge conglomerate and have X amount of listeners hold you back from starting. And then also don't let the fact that, you know, so many people say everybody has a podcast today, hold you back from, from starting your own too. Um, I think that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, starting a podcast allows you to take control of what types of conversations that you want to be in. It helps you take control of what types of people you want to meet and what communities you want to be ingrained in, right? Um, And so I think that's the beauty of, you know, starting a podcast or starting a platform or a blog, like, you know, narrow it down to whatever's realistic for you or, um, or whatever's comfortable for you. Like, if you don't want to start a podcast, don't. I'm not trying to push that. I'm just saying I think everybody should have their own outlet um, because it will help you learn what you're capable of and um, it, you know, it'll help you learn what you're capable of. Like I look at this podcast example and I'm like, I should take this to other areas of my life. (laughs) Right. 
Um, but also it, it will, you know, taking control of your own narrative will, will bring you to places that, um, you don't, you you wouldn't even imagine. The third takeaway is big ideas, little steps. So I'm a big thinker. I surround myself with a lot of people that are big thinkers and it's a strength until it's not. Um, (laughs) because you can really get consumed in, the big ideas, which I do, um, but I think the athlete and me allowed me to focus on what I could control. It allowed me to bring that entire, you know, Bible scripture diary excerpt that I just read to you and boil that down to starting an Instagram page, to posting content about athletes and business, to realizing that I wanted to interview people and identify people in my network to starting a podcast, you know, right? Like it, it allowed me to think about it step by step um, and be comfortable with a, like letting my ideas take shape, hear what people think about the platform. Brand is all about perception. So, you know, it really allowed me to embrace that about what I can do. I know marketing, I know brand building, I know storytelling. So I started there, right? Um, and who and who knows what it will be next year. But um, I think it's just the idea of um, getting comfortable with letting your ideas take shape, and know that you know the picture will come together when you're when you look back at it. So this second chapter I call getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So. The main thing I want to touch on here is that I often get asked, like, how do you find your guests? Where are you, like, where are you finding these people? Do you know all these people? Um, Where are they coming from? Um, The honest answer is that I started with my immediate network. So you may have noticed I've interviewed a lot of Harvard people and I've interviewed a lot of basketball players. But that's, that goes back to big ideas, little steps, start with what you know and who you know. Um, that's just what needed to happen. But I began to ask my guests to ask people. I check in with them probably once a quarter. Hey, building the guest list for the next month. Is there anybody in your network that you think could be interested in joining on? Right. Um, but there also have been a few examples of where I've just, you know, cold called people. Um, you know, in that meeting, like I didn't really know them before, but thought they'd be a great fit for the podcast and reached out. And um, thinking of a few, actually, from the first season, um, Brandon, Brandon Moore, Chris Dayton, um, Marvelous, and Trey Lucas didn't really have, like, existing relationships with them before. And, like, obviously, this is not a new concept. Like, anybody that does interviews or has a podcast does this, too. Um, you know, but now, like, of those people, all of them have shown the utmost support for Court to Corporate. I support them and their endeavors. We reach out to each other to ask questions, you know, like, you know, starting these things like that, um, you know, like, it's allowed us to, um, you know, expand our networks and um, and help each other out. So getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I, I point out, like, the how do you find your guest as one example of a question, but I think the like bottom line concept of of starting something putting your idea out there is inherently uncomfortable and so with that like some of the key things that I think are so important to share is that one asking for help is a skill set 
I'm not perfect at it. I try to get better at it. I think the podcast is one example of it, as I just mentioned. But reaching out for guidance. Like, no one that's starting a platform is reinventing the wheel. Someone out there has similar ideas. People out there are working towards the same goals as you. And I think it's so important to view that as a learning opportunity and an opportunity to collaborate, not to um, enclose and not share your ideas with others. And when I say that, I mean that I have also gotten uncomfortable uh, gotten comfortable with cold reaching out for, for guidance. And one example of that that I actually do want to share is Amobi Akugo. So Amobi um, is a professional soccer player. He has a content platform and podcast called A Frugal Athlete. Um, and it's all about um, empowering athletes um, with financial literacy. Um, he's had the platform for several years now. It's been featured um, in numerous publications, and he's been really successful with it. And this is an example of someone that's in your space trying to, you know, fundamentally, you know, work towards the same things. But I was like, I need to learn from him. Like, I'm interested in what he's doing, how he's got here, what lessons he has. And I literally remember one day I just like DM'd him. I was like, hey, like, I recently started this platform called Court to Corporate. I see you started a frugal athlete. Congrats on your success. Like, if you have the time, would love to chat about, um, you know, any lessons or, you know, things that you could share. And we just got on the phone and chatted, and he was just so open and honest and candid, shared tips about the podcast, shared advice about content marketing um, that have really helped me, you know, bring Court to Corporate to where it is today. Um, but also, he put me in contact with people that helped me file my trademark um, and helped me get my LLC. Right. So, you know, and, and we're, we're still in contact. If if he, you know, reaches out for something, I'm going to help. I reach out to him for advice. Still, we check in. Hey, how's a frugal athlete going? Hey, how's court to corporate going? The point there is like, get comfortable asking for help. I'm not an expert at it, but <laughs> in the times that I, I do do it, um, it it comes back tenfold. And then the second thing I want to say is that, like, don't let perfection delay your progress. Um, I remember one time I didn't post for two weeks because I couldn't get this post the way that I wanted it to. I couldn't find the right template in Canva. The The logo was, was too big. I was, you know, really in the lab on this. And um, I will say the learning from that is that I was the only person that cared. <laughs> and... Um, it's um, a beautiful concept when you learn that people are busy and um, nobody cares that much, <laughs> right? But also, like, an actual learning is that the less, the less curated content has done better on court to corporate. Like, if I actually look back at the analytics um, and what has performed well, less curated has performed better. Take that with a grain of salt, but, like, you know, that's something to know. Um, but I think the thing here is that, like, it is so important to not be so protective of the work and know that there's progress in sharing it with others earlier on. I just saw um, a quote from, from Reed Hoffman on um, the founder Instagram page. I love that page. And um, it's a famous quote. I'm going to butcher it. But he's like, if 
the first product that you put out, if you're not embarrassed by the first product that you put out there, you waited too long. And, um, you know, I don't think I waited too long because I'm definitely embarrassed by the first podcast, but I can definitely think of times where like I've hindered progress because I'm so consumed in what people will think about something where as if you just put it out there, sometimes it will perform better, better than, than you expect. So getting comfortable with being uncomfortable I think it's important for people to ask for help and not let perfection delay your progress. Okay, um, last one, best one. Chapter three, I call this why being an athlete built me for this and it built you for this too. And by this, I mean doing both. So the question under this umbrella is um, how do you balance this with work? Where are you finding the time? Do you sleep? Yes, I sleep. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love this question. Because this is where my athlete comes all the way through. Um, I want to start by saying it's so funny. My mom actually jokes with me all the time. She'll she'll call me and she'll be like, oh, what, you know, what are you doing this weekend? Like, um, yeah, you know, on Friday I'm you know staying in. Saturday I'll you know, probably do something with my friends. Um, and she's like, it's so funny. You're still. She's like, it's still like you're on your your athlete schedule because when she called me three years ago. I'd be staying in on Friday night because I have Saturday morning conditioning and then, you know, me and my me and my teammates would do a mixer every Saturday night. We call them mixers, don't judge us. Maybe you call them mixers too, I don't know. Anyways, um, but it's funny because I'm I'm kinda on the same schedule now. Um, obviously work. I have work. Um <laughs> but um yeah, I like kinda approach I bring the same mindset, I bring the same cadence. I bring the same bucketing of my life and how I approach things from the four years at Harvard, the years before that, ballin to now. Um, and I'll think. I think the easiest way to answer this is that this is where my athlete comes all the way through, like turned up one hundred and ten percent. So. Think about your entire life, my entire life, your entire life, if you're listening to this and you're an athlete too, you're geared towards doing both. You're geared towards striving to excel in both and actually just wanting to do so. Like you have the inner drive to do so. So in school, your your both is do well in the classroom, do well in the game. Fast forward to now, this is my both. Um, my, my both is I want to excel in my career as a marketer and I want to excel in this platform that I've created. And I think it's, it's so funny. I, this has been a recurring theme with all my guests. After this episode, I'm actually going to go back and look at the guests that I've had on and see how many people are you know, clearly excelling in their careers because we want them on the show, but also have their own platforms. Off the top of my head, Sinead Grimake, WNBA player, full-time analyst at ESPN, Chelsea Zadie, um, professional hockey player, works at Morgan Stanley, Mar- Marlon Beck, he um, is is at Kith now, um, and also began a sports conference at Georgetown. Um, Matt Hillman, he is the founder of Cut and Sew, uh, an, an agency and also has a lighthearted podcast with Josh Hart. Um, Marvelous. She is in law school. She also has her own platform um, to give back to athletes in Nigeria. 
Um, Chris Staden. Wow, I'm actually, I'm naming all of them right now. So you're welcome. Um, Chris Staden, he is an account executive at IBM and he is also a like career and life coach. So I just named, I didn't count them on my fingers, I wish I did, but I think I just named like nearly double digits of people alone, athletes alone, just on this podcast that are doing both. I don't think it's a coincidence. So back to my point, um, I, you know, the right now, as, as you go beyond the game, your both comes to life in whichever way you want it to. But I think it's so important that we all carry that, that mindset, that cadence and how we attack things into our career. Isaac Sarwanga said it best. Entrepreneurship is his fourth sport. He was a three-sport athlete at Princeton, football, basketball, and track. Um, And today, entrepreneurship is his fourth. And I really think that sums it up perfectly. Um, You know, personally, I I treat my career and court-to-corporate with the same energy. Set the goals, put the shots up, do the work. Um, And I think the, the key takeaway here is, um, and, and just for, for context to actually answer the question, how do you balance this with work? Um, it's not easy, right? <laughs> like it, it takes discipline. It takes prioritization. It takes, um, time management. It takes being able to communicate, but those four things that I just listed all sound like skill sets that we exhibited when we were athletes, right? So it is truly a parallel. Um, but I think like realizing that it just unlocks this realization. It unlocked realization for myself, um, of what I was capable of and to not limit myself and not let anyone's definitions or expectations of what it means to, um, you know, be who I am today and what path I need to take, um, limit what I think I can do because, I know I was capable of it because I've already done it, right, at the at one of the highest levels. And if you're an athlete listening to this, you have too. Um, so, yeah, let me get off my, you know, soapbox. But <laughs> I think the, the, the key takeaway um, and what I want to share with people is that the ability to enjoy the process is a skill set and know that it is a skill set because it's underrated. And what I mean by that is that as an athlete, like, you enjoy putting in the work, right? Like, you actually, well, I mean, maybe maybe you didn't. Like, maybe you're, you're like, traumatized from conditioning. But, like, you know, you enjoy the process of working towards something. You don't want to skip, skip steps. And newsflash, like, that's not, that's not, like, a universal feeling, okay? So... I say that because um, in building something that's your own and building something that you're passionate about, it's going to come with being humbled a few times. It's going to come with not that many people listening to your first episode. It's going to come with being embarrassed about your first episode. It's going to come with not that many likes on your first Instagram post. It's going to come with a few no's to people um, when you when you ask them to be on your podcast. It's going to come with um, 
a few scheduling conflicts that are super inconvenient inconvenient for you, but you want to make it work, it's going to come with nights in. It's going to come with saying no to some things. It's going to come with being in on the weekends, but it's all a part of being in the work and you actually enjoy that. And I say it's a skill set because it's, it's just the definition of resilience and grit. That's it. You know, that's, that's what I'm sharing right now. Um, but you really see that come out of you when you learn what you're capable of in starting your own thing and you find your voice in starting something that's yours. And so that is really, um, I think that's the most, this is the most important chapter. If I had to write a book, um, you know, this would be the, the one to highlight, mark up, you know, write your notes down like I do. Um, yeah, I, I think there's, there's so much power in it. It's what this platform is about. And that's just the message that I want to share, share with all athletes, continue to do both because you'll, you will realize your potential and what you're capable of. So, um, just wrote a book. Maybe I should, uh, you know, three chapters down, maybe I should like transcribe that into some written, but to wrap up, I mean, thank you. Thank you for listening to this. If you made it this far, um, to wrap up as promised, we are into 2020, of course. So I want to share some of the suggestions, um, Okay, you know, being in New York is tough because you just hear sirens all the time. I'm not sure if you guys heard that. But anyways, um, all right. So I want to share um, some of the suggestion, suggestions that we got, um, recommendations, sports are missing, um, you know, just to, to spread, uh, you know, to speak things into existence. That's another thing that I learned. Um, you know, maybe that should have been under the chapter of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Ask for what you want because things may actually come to fruition. Um, you know, no, no one knows what you're thinking. <laughs> so anyways, um, yes, 2020 recommendations. So 2020, we're going to, you know, we're going to keep it going with the podcast. We have great interviews coming up. We're going to keep it up with the content. We have our athlete spotlights for more people to share their stories beyond the podcast. But here are some other things that um, some people want to see, and I'm going to call you out too, um, because I appreciate you sharing. So um, Keon wants to see collaborations and events. Okay, so we have three votes for collaborations and events. So Keon, Miles, and Trey all want collaboration and networking events. Um, I mean, 100%, that is on my radar. It's something I want to do. Um, I love the idea of, you know, bringing a networking event at a time where there's like a new influx of, you know, student athletes in the city. So yeah, yeah, that's, you know, definitely on on the wish list. If there's anybody listening to this that would love to collaborate on that, make sure to to reach out to me directly or go to the website and, um, you know, email me. But yeah, I think that's just such a such a great idea. I think it's always important when you're starting these conversations, obviously, this new social digital age, um, you know, makes it accessible for people to start their own conversations and bring it to life in the, in the way they want to. But always something special about um, meeting people face to face, having that one to one connection. 
So I hear you. Absolutely. Um, Nikki, I'm trying not to laugh because Nikki's my best friend, but, um, Nikki wants to hear, and Nikki did not play a sport, but she's, she wants to help out. Um, Nikki wants to see more executive interviews in the industry. Yes, yes, yes. hundred percent. Um, you know, spent the end of 2019 doing like an audit of court to corporate this past year. Um, and the goal setting for, for 2020 within all of that wrote a wish list of people that I want to have in the podcast. Um, many of those including industry executives. So yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be reaching out, continuing, continuing, excuse me, to step out of our comfort zone and putting out the ask. So yes, I hear you, Nikki. Um, Yes. And then, then the second thing I wanted to share is just some of the sports. So this is another call to action. If anybody, if you're listening to this and you play these sports or you know someone that has and think would be a great fit for the pod or for an athlete spotlight, reach out. So we covered in 2019, we covered football, basketball, lots of basketball, track and field, hockey, wrestling, and volleyball. Some of them that, that some of the sports that bubble to the top of the list that we need to cover are tennis, golf, soccer, and lacrosse. So yeah, bring on bring on the suggestions. We appreciate them all. Um, yeah. So so that's that's it. I um, really appreciate everyone listening. If you have made it this far. Um, and we're excited for 2020. Um, as mentioned, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Um, and it is going to be another year of growth and more athletes and more stories. And just super excited about what's ahead. Thought this would be a great way to kick things off and and share more as as my goals are um, for, for the year. So yeah, hope you enjoyed. We will be back next week with our regular scheduled programming and some interviews. Um, So until then, we will see you next time. And thank you for tuning in. All right. Thanks for listening into this episode. In the meantime, we want to hear from you. Stay connected. Leave us a comment on Apple podcast, DM us or contact us on our website, whatever is easiest. We want to know your feedback and what questions you have. Otherwise, we'll be back soon with more athletes, more perspectives and more pro tips on the way.